Welcome to Conversations Over Life. I am your host, Lady Black, joined by... Husby. <laughs> joined by my husband, Sports Bay. <laughs> yes, yes. Or do you identify as Tabiso? Yo, man, today? Sports Bay, Tabiso, let's get it. It's, it's all the same. What's good? Yeah, so welcome to our first episode, or my first episode. Um, thank you to husband for being my pillar of strength <laughs> and uh, helping me out uh helping me get on my way uh with this first episode but yeah let's let's get right into it so we've had an incredibly busy week or weekend rather mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um a cousin of mine was getting married mm-hmm. and i want to say it's, it was a two-part uh wedding weekend but if we're being honest it was three parts because it was the white wedding, traditional mm. wedding, and then on the third day it was um, Utsik. <laughs> yeah, so very eventful, very busy. It was an, an after party in the midst of all that uh, craziness and busyness. So. And a lot of passing out. <laughs> a lot of passing out. Um, so yeah, I'm super exhausted, very tired. I, I would really like to sleep for a week but unfortunately life happens it goes on so yeah we just uh, have to keep it moving so your week highs and your week lows yeah uh well i think for me the week highs is going on leave (laughs) (laughs) Uh, time from work is always you know always a good thing um yeah and you know the wedding that we did go to um it's always nice celebrating love you know mm. um mm. so so that was great spending time with the in-laws you know um you know seeing the little one just having a time of his life mm. Mm. Um, my god so that was that was great that for me i think that that was yeah that's definitely highlight 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 yeah i think you know i, I wasn't even thinking about that but i'm gonna steal it that was a high for me too, mm. you know. Um, obviously, got this. This well, it's not obvious to you guys, but I've got this dream of being, you know, on on our farm mm. and, you know, having that that space to sort of figure out who, or refine who I really am, and to watch my kid, sort of live a glimpse of the life that I want mm. was amazing. Seeing how into the chickens he was and you know him recognizing cows mm. and you know wanting to run all over the yard Chasing the dogs. man it it was just, just you how know, fearless and i guess yeah. carefree he was yeah and how eager to just explore yeah. every inch you know of that land mm. it was it was i mean we a pleasure were it was such a joy to watch walking with literally boundary walking yeah yeah um our place it was it was crazy before they got chased by oh yeah (laughs) by a wild cow i i just i need to post you know these videos of this insane cow but before the festivities it was a moment in time yeah yeah (laughs) before the festivities began so obviously you know traditional wedding or wedding um uh, the fam bought uh, a couple of cows, sheep, chickens, all of that to get slaughtered and whatnot. 
and so the cows came through we got home early um to help out with the pre- preparations for the wedding and so there was this cows i guess the, the cows were being uh they were about to get slaughtered mm-hmm. and for some reason yes i know the reason actually they thought that this one cow was chilled <laughs> and that they could let it out of the trailer and let it loose before you know doing you know the, mm. the deed and it turns out this cow was not so chilled and for about two hours they chased this cow down around the house and every about 10 minutes or so it chose it literally would stand look at someone and then just charge in that direction mm. and at some point <laughs> i guess the the people or the person it looked like looked at was either you or Jose. i don't know it but, was just it was headed in our direction yeah. and we had to uh make tracks <laughs> yeah yeah that that could actually be my low because when I saw what was happening, because I was inside the house, when I saw what was happening, I rushed out, and I last I'd heard you you were going to go um, check out the chickens with Jose. So my thing was you're behind the house, I can't even see you, and there's this crazy ass cow, and. As I was going out, they had just gone around the corner. Mm. I lost my mind. Look, I lost um, my mind. I was like, where is my son? Where is my husband? And everyone was just so shook because I was just like... And then we, then we come, coming from the direction of the chicken coop. Dude. So, dude. Like for the me, way it happened for me and the way it happened for you are so different. But I think the fear is the same. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same. And hindsight for me is because he, he obviously you know he wants to go towards the cows and you know interact with the cows and all of that so I was letting him roam free and he went towards the trailer where they were taking out the cow and I could hear them going on about yo someone get this kid get this kid I was like oh great crap let me go get this kid they should I should have known that it's about to go down. Yeah. Because shortly afterwards, <laughs> this cow went loose. Oh, my God. So. So you watched it happen. You watched the it yeah. getting loose and breaking free, essentially. Well, yeah, I Some guess. Some parts of it. Because, you know, after they were like, you know, get the kid, they were already preparing to get the cow out. Oh, man. So I was like, yo, let me get this kid. Got the kid and I our I, kid. Yeah, I got our kid and <laughs> I thought I was at a decent decent enough distance, distance from yeah. you know obviously thinking in my head, no, they have this. They're gonna get the car out and just usher it to where it's supposed yeah, to go. Yeah. Little did we know, right? Yeah. And and, and they were so convinced they were like this cow's old. This cow uh, what are they, they said Inyabile and they were just like, We'll handle this real quick. Kid you not, about 30 men running for their lives because oh, this man. cow is loose. It tackled a couple of them, <laughs> brought them down to their knees, and for two hours it said, you thought wrong. Yeah, no. You thought wrong. And 
You know, it was just, it was, I honestly, it was incredible to watch. I only ever saw these on clips, you know, <laughs> on social media, witnessing it live or something else. At some point, he, you know, he was snapping at me because I, I just, I was recording everything. And he's like, this is not, this is not worth losing your life. <laughs> That's how, I think, scared and, and astonished we were that this is really happening. Yeah. This, yeah. like, this cow is loose. And I mean, it got shot and a few times. It happen. got back up again. So we were just in awe. And okay, like, what is this cow gonna do? Where does it end? What? Yeah, but yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy feeling, crazy vibe, crazy two hours, intense. But eventually, they got it down. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's that's how our wedding weekend <laughs> started. Yeah. Um, a lot of excitement. So I guess that would be high and low, you know. Um, man, I, I I don't think. I mean, I get nervous when you guys or when you drive at night or if you guys go to the shops without me. But it's it's not the same nervous that I felt when I got outside. I saw that cow being wild, and I couldn't see you guys. Mm. And. I saw it going into the direction I thought you were at. And my thing was that you're not going to see it coming because you're so far away from the commotion mm. that you don't even know what's happening. Mm. You know, because I didn't know that you were sitting in full view. So my thing was that it's going to come for you. You're not going to see it. And shit, you're blind. <laughs> I think for me, the thing You wear glasses, was... you can't see. Our kid is wild. Yeah. He's going to fight you, you know, to no. pick him up in a hurry. I was just a nervous wreck. Yeah, no, I, I, I get that. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, you know, necessity. Mm. Sometimes, you know, you have to act. Mm. And, uh, you know, when you face the danger, <laughs> fight or flight kicks in, right? Yep. And at that moment, it was definitely flight. And I swiftly acted on, on picking up that young boy and... Just running. Just going. Left his little car behind. Luckily, we had a buffer where he wasn't focusing on us. Mm. He, there was another couple of oaks. Oh, it turns out he was blind in one eye as well. Yeah. This was a really, really mad cow. Yeah, but you hey, know, we, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah we, we survived all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did, we did, we did. And as surprising as it may sound, the weekend was even more... <laughs> Hectic and more insane. Yeah, it was just the start of um, yeah, fireworks. Yeah, high emotions and yeah, you know it just dawned on me right now that I've never been to any two weddings that were the same, and I've always grown up having, excuse me, a singular idea of of weddings. You know, mm. like sort of the vibe that's portrayed in in movies and. You know, the weddings are just so different. Mm. They're so different. So many different things happen. You get ex- exposed to so many different types of love mm. and types of connections mm. and types of celebrations. So, yeah, man, it was it was it was a crazy but but great good weekend. It's always great to celebrate Black love. You know, I I love celebrating mm. celebrating. Celebrating black love, mm. um, it, it's fun. It's always it fun. Really is. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, um, and it was wedding weekend, man. It was yeah. 
it's September, full swing. Yeah. Uh, it was Heritage Weekend, hey? No, no, no. It was the weekend after, yeah. yes. So, yeah, you just know. After, usually Heritage Weekend begins all the weddings, mm. like officially. Then you know that essentially every weekend after that until about December or Jan, it's just weddings, weddings, weekend weddings, weddings. Next. So I'm glad we got to participate and have fun. Yeah. We left the kid for like, not the first time, but the first time for that long. Mm. How long was it? About four hours, an hour longer mm. than the last time. Mm. Um, but. But also we were a lot further than last yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So last time we were like, in the next street and yeah. this time we were in the next town. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. It was new, different, but, um, Let's try it for a week. <laughs> okay, a weekend. Um, yeah, man. I was looking forward to being a couple again outside of being a mom. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, it's going to be an adjustment. It was steadily an adjustment. Mm. I guess we were not able to fully re- realize that not this past weekend, but I think for those few hours a couple hours you know i guess we could see what what it can mm. look like mm. um and i'm excited yeah i'm i'm really excited and it's been a long journey to get here because i get major anxiety thinking about leaving you know my kid behind not because I don't trust other people or the people who will be looking after him, but because I know very well how to take care of my son because I spend every day with him. And I get nervous that because other people haven't spent as much time or even anything close to as much time as I have, that they won't know how to handle him because he's wild. It's very, very wild. So, um, yeah, I, I just, I, I hate the idea of, number one, burdening other people with, you know, having to take care of a very active kid. And number two, you know, not being able to cater to his needs and being too far away to say, oh, he needs this, that's why he's doing this. So, yeah, it was just... Um, it was a good step in the direction of me learning how to let go mm. of wanting to be con- in control of every parenting aspect mm. of raising my child, mm. which is, I learned this weekend, it's unsustainable and it's mm. unnecessary. And it's, also, I mean, there's a whole, you know, teaching him independence also, yeah. you know? Yeah. And also there's people who have... I don't want to say better, but more experience in raising children. And yes, we have different parenting styles, but there's there's a lot that they can teach or that they can bring to the table that you might not be thinking mm. about. And, you know, sometimes it happens in, in, in small moments like weekends with them or, you know, over longer periods, but it's important to expose your child to that so mm. that they understand that, there's more to life than mom mm. and dad, and you understand that there's more to parenting than what you want and mm. what you believe in. Mm. So, yeah, major lesson in letting go as a parent, and that 
yeah, everything is going to be fine. Yeah, yeah. You just need to chill. And yeah, I, I just, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the breather and I enjoyed the prospect of being able to dance with my man and, you know, grind up on him, and, <laughs> you know, get little feelings and know that we won't have to <laughs> shut each other's mouths if we don't wake him up <laughs> and just live, you know, yeah, um, well. in a different way as a couple than as parents because we do live as parents. We have a really good time as parents. But that, that moment of being able to get back to the people we were or the people we should be growing to or will be growing into as lovers and as partners. Mm. It was nice. It was mm. nice. It was. I'm over explaining and I'm over yeah, testifying. <laughs> but I I just I really had a good couple of hours of mommy and daddy time. Yeah. 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 Long may it continue. <laughs> Long may it continue. And it's yeah. I feel like, you know, there's there isn't a lot of conversations about how difficult it is. You know, I don't know if it's the same for you, but to be a black mom in these times because you you're pulled by this modernized idea or modernized ideas of parenting, the gentle parenting, you know, um, for instance, what you feed your child um, and how you raise your child. And then there's also the pullback of how your mother did it or your grandmother or the women in your mm. family and trying to explain how you want to do it. It's just, it's a lot. It's a lot to carry as a black mother wanting to raise your child your own way but still wanting people to support mm. you in that way. You know, mm. it's, it's not easy. It's not. It's not. No, and, and you know, you always get those ones with experience wanting to impose on, you know, their parenting styles mm. onto you. Mm. And, you know, sort of dictate, especially of, you know, the mothers, grandmothers, how, yeah. to, how to raise your child, essentially. Mm. And there will always be that clash between this is how we want to raise him versus how... It's always been done. Yeah. 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 And it, it, the, the, the tricky part of it is that it comes from a good place. Yeah. It's not that it comes from a bad place. So it's difficult to say, someone, to, say to someone that I know that you, you mean well and you, you, you want the best, but I want the best in a different way. Mm. So can you please let me try this? Because I think for them it's, but why do you want to try something you don't know when I've got a method that I know works? And then also then probably will, will get offended when yeah. you say... No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. I mean, the one thing that's, that's, that I found gets you know parents really upset um, uh, is when you ask what the meaning behind something is. And they don't necessarily know, but they know that it's been done, mm. you know, for generations. The understanding is this is, yeah. this is how it's we done. were raised, this is the culture, yeah. and you don't question it, really. Yeah. You just you do it because... That's how it's done. That's how it's done. Yeah. It's us now, as this generation, who starts questioning... Why? 
why why and, and they, they can't deal with that because no. i don't think they did that or questioned it in their time yeah when they had i wouldn't say opportunity mm. but maybe when they wanted to mm. and it's, it's difficult because you know we're we're in an era where everything is about understanding and knowing and access to information and knowledge and you know the the depth of it all and we just want to know we want to know where we come from we want to know why we do the things we do and if we can't find those answers then we want to start building or creating our own traditions where we can sort of you know lay down the foundation of knowledge and take take something forward with an understanding mm. so yeah it's a, it's a pull push and pull you know of raising your child but with the the, the village that you want to raise your child with and getting their consent in raising your child the way you want to because you do want their consent mm. you do want them to understand you don't want you do want them to support what you're doing mm. because you can't do it alone no there are people who have to but it's i think it's best not to if you if you can avoid it yeah if you can raise your child with your community or mm. with the people around you and it's safe to do so mm. it's just best to do so mm. you expose your child to so much more mm. than your limited view mm. so yeah you want to explain it you know you get a lot of quotes that say you don't have to explain yourself these days and sometimes i feel like yes to a certain degree but sometimes you should just so people understand better and maybe they'll hear or see something they want to adopt you know but you got to share it <laughs> you got to explain it you got to make put that understanding down for others yeah yeah legacy um, yeah <laughs> yeah it's uh it's definitely that's a buzzword uh, mm. legacy mm. what you want what you want to build for your next generation what our parents trying to build for us and you know yeah. future generations i mean the 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 just just speaking about that i'm thinking of the last speech at the 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 friday wedding that we went to and um i'm sorry to drag you guy but it wasn't the best speech in the world but the one thing that they they did mention which is i hope something that we all went home to think about is you know what does your family stand for mm. what morals and values are you teaching your children mm. in the sense that you're being obvious about these teachings not things that they sort of have to figure out by actions but things that you are what's what's the word um what, what uh, literally teaching them what what did he or he mentioned what what's the vision and mission yes yes of your family yep yep and in in at first glance it might sound like okay now you're just being a little too deep mm. and but i think those things are important because you sit and you listen to your parents and their siblings and they always talk about how my father used to say or my mother mm. used to say 
And those were their visions and mm. missions for their families, but they just weren't expressed explicitly in that way. Mm. But that is what essentially it was. Mm. And all we're saying now, or all this guest speaker was saying, was that, you know, you should have the same for your family mm. and it shouldn't be guesswork. Mm. Write it down, put it up somewhere and allow your kids or afford your kids the opportunity to be able to look back on it as often as they need to mm. or want to to you know really drill it in mm. and so that they understand mm. and it's not something you want to push to them engage them in creating it mm. engage your family in creating this vision engage your family in creating this mission and then make sure that everybody has access to it to really understand it and live by it mm. but i mean i, I fucks with that hated everything else he said but that yeah yeah i mean yeah there's definitely a lot of um a lot of touch points to what he said uh yeah, i mentioned you know that typically you know how families are are raised or ran it's just you know no direction really and mm. just, just you know going on day by day and yeah, I think with the whole having a vision for it, then it, it sort of directs you and how you wanna you wanna you know how you wanna grow your family, how you wanna raise your family, your kids, and where you want where you see, I guess, your family as a unit. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's definitely something to ponder and to to take into account and to I guess implement within your individual family structure. Mm. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something we sh- we should definitely also, you know. Yeah. Um, I know for the <clears> past <throat> couple of years I've been obsessed about uh an an emblem. Mm. You know, I I family I, crest. Yeah, a family crest, yes. I've really wanted, you know, to create something like that because you know, it it's difficult because it's hard for black people to trace their history mm. or retrace their history. But I think in in that difficulty, we have decided not to even push anything going forward. Mm. And I, I don't want that for my family. I, I don't want to force anything upon anyone, but if I can leave behind something that can be carried for generations, then I want that thing to be so meaningful and so impactful. Mm. You know, I don't want it to just be, you know, something... I don't know that that's just there. I want it to be something that people can carry with pride and honor. Mm. So, yeah. You you get a lot of conversation around identity these days and who am I really? And if I can be a part of reassuring someone of who they are in a positive light, mm. then I'm game. 100%. I'm there. 100%. I'm all for it. So, yeah, yeah, um, you know, just after the, the Queen's death, you, I saw a lot of commentary about Meghan and how the royal family missed such an important mark by not including Meghan and protecting her in them transcending into the new world and sort of 
allowing this biracial woman to show that they're moving into the future and they're not being held back into that's, the past. That's probably because they don't necessarily see her in that future. So yeah, they never had plans to. Yeah, but it, it it's just such a pity. It's just such yeah. a pity that they 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 essentially, and this is all speculation, that they're holding on so mm-hmm. deeply into this white heritage mm. that they're not evolving to where the world should be and belongs, and that is in diversity. So, yeah, man, um, history is so important, but it's also important to build, you know, a better future and a healthy future and sort of try and be a part of that, to try and be a part of something good that can be carried or something good that can be carried into generations to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Life is so difficult. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. And I think we've just, we've come out of the pandemic so insane. You know, I look at the way people are moving, and it's almost as if people want to skip the past two years and replay or press play from 2019. Mm. I've seen people actively trying to pretend like the pandemic or mm. the, the, the harshest effects of the pandemic didn't happen. Mm. It's crazy. Mm. It's so wild. Yeah. I mean, the pandemic, it uh, it meant a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Mm. It affected them differently, mm. and uh, you know, vast array of things. Yeah. Uh, some people would would say that you know the pandemic, they found themselves an opportunity to better their lives. Mm. Some people, the pandemic really just lost you know, everything. Yeah, lost everything. So that spectrum i mean it's, it's quite vast in terms of uh what it meant for for people as a whole so yeah. uh you know you you you'll probably excuse a couple of those people who want to forget these last couple of years because of what has happened um maybe to them personally um and then other others who just don't you know on some yeah this pandemic was good for me mm. <laughs> Mm. You know, um, I was listening to, uh, I was, what, what was I listening to, one of these um, interviews, and they're interviewing a guy from, who did Back to the City, mm. um, and they were interviewing him at uh, at, at his um, hip-hop museum. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah, there's a, I don't know if you know about it, but there's a hip-hop museum somewhere in town and I think over the pandemic uh, because you know everything had shut down um, there was no one obviously you know manning it and you know it was empty yeah so yeah it got robbed oh no yeah so he lost basically everything Um, so he had to rebuild from scratch Mm. Um, but he found a way of making money um, in the and rebuilding. Yeah, I think you mentioned something about streaming, or you mentioned you found a way of streaming 
music or streaming, you know, streaming yeah. in general. And he made <coughs> quite a quite a decent uh, sum of money, um, and that I guess helped him also to uh, to build it back up because you know it's back up and running. Yeah, uh, we love to go. Yeah, we really love to go. Definitely put that out. on the list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, you know, back to the city was back this past weekend. Oh. Um, yeah, it's been that that marquee event for especially for hip hop artists, mm. you know. Um, it's a big stage for up and coming artists, a big stage for just all hip hop artists in general. Yeah. Uh, from South Africa and just yeah, they it's a it's really an event where it celebrates the culture in its entirety. Mm. Uh, mm. I've been to one of them and uh, you know, enjoy it thoroughly and yeah man. Um, can't wait to see what, what, what they can bring up next. Yeah, he did also say that uh, I think he said it's three he's only doing after that, that it's done mm. so but we'll his thing was you know he, his thing was he wanted to you know him doing back to the city he wanted more and more people to get into the space of you know having a, a festival yeah uh, and it just really hasn't happened mm. as much and he just he didn't want to be the only player uh, you know and also what he picked up is that you know uh, all the corporates will just want to fund his event because that's the event that's pulling crowds and yeah. all of that. So he his thing is okay. You Let's know, get more players yeah, in the game. And now because I'm the one who's holding on to these corporates, you know maybe I'll pull out so I can give uh, you know other new yeah. players a chance to get some of that uh, of those bags. Yeah, mighty uh, nice of him. Yes, and really. big of him. Quite, quite interesting um, yeah. situation. I think, I mean, just in general, people have a, have had a lot of time to think during this pandemic. I think the one thing that was in excess was time, whether mm. you were spending that time making money, losing money, mm. losing lives, mm. losing livelihoods, or whatever it is, you had time in, mm. in, in excess. So I think... Um, there's a lot of heightened emotions, actions, you know, and it's just, it's just, uh, you know, when people dish up uh, Sunday course seven colors mm. and then just mix everything mm. together. That's, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're currently going through right mm. now where it's mixed emotions. You can't really see anything clearly. But it's all happening. Mm. It's all happening, and it's gonna take some time. And I guess your digestive system, you know, filtering things out mm. as they should be and where they should be, mm. for us to see, you know, clearly what it's gonna look like mm. in the end, or you know, in a couple of years. Mm. But you know, I just, you know, the one thing that that I found the most is that. I feel like we're all in such a hurry, you know, it's, I need to make money now, or I need to get married now, or, you know, it's just, there's like this pressure that has literally, it feels like it's come out of nowhere, where people just feel like everything needs to happen today. And I get the sense of urgency for some because I haven't had an income in two years, or, you know, things have been rough. 
And then there's times where it's like, it feels like people are just rushing a process that shouldn't be rushed. Mm. And it's because they've been sitting around stewing in certain emotions mm. for so long that all they're thinking about is action, mm. action, action, action. Yeah. Go time. It's go time. And I think it's also making people fight a lot. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's making people, it's put people on edge and... You know, there's this overwhelming feeling of we've lost so many mm. people during the pandemic. So let's keep each other close. But in that keeping each other close, there's that element of almost suffocating one another. And oh, you're like this, Gandhi. Or oh, oh, this is what you've always wanted. And, you mm. know, those kind of heightened emotions. Yes. So, so many different emotions. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, and... and a lot of people also, you know, uh, have been withdrawn to themselves as mm. well, you know, due to, you know, the whole being indoors and, you know. So now that it's open and having to share those emotions, they come out, I, I don't know. Without a filter. Yeah. yeah. You know, bigger than they should, they mm. would have normally before. Um. And yeah, it's, it's creating a lot of you know, a, a lot of friction here and there. Yeah. Um, but I, I think I think over time, obviously, you know, things will start working themselves down. out. And yeah. 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 I hope so. I hope so. It's it's just it's so painful sometimes to watch, you know, people, for instance, fight over the tiniest things. You know, things that could be resolved in a single conversation that's mm. open and honest you know and it, it, it's difficult but it's such a fragile time right now that you just just you have to allow people to go through whatever they're going through mm. and just give them the support they that they I, I have this motto right now in my life where you know it's not a motto, but it's just what I'm running on right now. Where I've been through a lot and I've chosen to process my feelings and not sort of pack them up and, you know, store them for a later time. I've chosen to process my feelings if and when I need to. Mm. And because of that... I've spent a lot of time consumed in my own shit. Mm. You know, I've spent a lot of time consumed by my own stress, my mm. own happiness, my own emotions that I have decided to give other people that space mm. in case they may be going through the same thing. Mm. So I'm not as, as, I don't start conversations as much as I used to. I don't call people as much as I used to. I'm not up in anyone's face as much I, as I used to. And it's not because I don't want to communicate with people, but it's because I'm dealing with my own shit. Mm. And I also want, want to give people time to deal with their own shit. But I do try to send an odd message to say, you know, mm. I'm still here for you. I still love mm. you. still support you. If you need me, mm. I'm here. Mm. But... I guess I've chosen to be selfish in a way and say I don't want to delay dealing with my own shit. Mm. No. I have to deal with it. I have to be present 
in my own life. Mm. And yeah. Yeah. No. That's just it. That's hey, just it's it. important that man. Yeah. It's important. I think there's a there's a um you know, heightened awareness around, you know, mental health. Mm. Um which is which is really much needed uh, across the board for mm. you know be for gents who typically don't really want to express emotions like that yeah. or you know families even you oh. know um yeah i think i think group therapy for families really oh. should be a thing it, it really, really should, should be especially after you know pandemic situations and all of that it really should be there's, there's been a lot of loss of life you mm. know and and, and lo- you know loss of a lot of what goes wrong with these self-led interventions is that people who aren't qualified to resolve conflict in families try to resolve conflict but only end up making it worse yeah because people come with their own agendas yeah. in resolving and sometimes their agendas is not it's not and sometimes their agendas aren't even bad mm. but because like you're saying it's not objective it is subjective it doesn't do what it's meant to mm. do. And also you don't have the tools. Yes. Yes. You really don't have the tools. Yep. <laughs> yep. yep. Cuz listening to Toto now you were, talking, you were talking about mental health. Yeah. And you know you're saying Toto Wolf. Yeah. Mercedes F1 uh, yeah. team principal and CEO as well. He's all of those. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, in Mercedes. Yeah. He's that guy. He's, he's the wolf he's of Mercedes. He, he just listened to his story, man. Yeah, he really is that guy. Yeah. But anyway, he you know he was chatting a bit about mental health, and you know he was saying, um, you know, it really goes deeper than you know having a chat over uh, a pint of beer with your mate. Mm. Um, you really have you know the professional help goes a long, long way. Yep. Yep, and I think the thing is, it's difficult to be vulnerable. Mm. We always talk about, you know, you know, allowing yourself to be vulnerable. It's not easy. It's not easy being vulnerable to yourself, mm. let alone another person. Mm. You know, it's very, very difficult. And I think that's why people build this defense of pretending to be people they're not mm. because they're scared that if they show their true self it's going to be show it's going to be shoved back in mm. your face so yeah it's hard it's 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 hard man and and you know you want to guard yourself you want to mm. guard your peace mm. um I, I just thought about this now but it's probably like so unrelated mm. <laughs> but i saw I saw something on Twitter about um, Lionel Messi, mm. and that you know he he 
he could have autism. Mm. And I was like, what? There's a couple of videos that, uh, you know, um, circulated mm. showing different parts of him interacting with teammates or mm. whatever and just showing signs of autism. And, mm. you know, and I was like, man, you know, you wouldn't have thought because mm. just, that's just a part of his life that he just never shared. Not, mm. Never shared it and probably still is not willing to share it. Mm. Um, oh gosh, the world is so invasive, man. Yeah, but because, you know, there are these, the community is there mm. and they are picking these things up, you know, mm. when they watch him, when they watch him closely. And they, they've referenced these things, you know, with Leo Messi uh, is one of the celebrity, celebrities who is dealing with this thing, even though he hasn't himself come, come out, out and said, yeah. you know. Uh, but when I looked at those videos, I was like, yo. I see it. The, yeah. That's mm. it. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. But, um, yeah, you just never know what people are dealing with. Um, no. You And you're not old. You're not old no. an explanation or the right to no, know. which because, is because he's basically, he, he is heck, the top of his yeah you know yeah career he's like he's the most successful one of the most successful footballers in the world mm. Mm. you know gold status mm. and it's not something that you even think would you mm. know would be something that is happening or something that, that he's, he's had to deal of. with yeah. yeah that's a part of him yeah yeah and i think you know especially with autism because no, I've read, having had a child, I've read about it a lot, mm. you know. It's 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 so insane how common it is, mm. but how uncommon conversations about it are. Mm. Like, it's crazy that, you know, you find that one aunt parent on YouTube who's willing to share or express their journey, but, you know, a lot of them are just hiding their children mm. hoping that nobody will notice and mm. it's so unfair to the kids but it's so unfair to themselves as mm. well because like parenting isn't easy and it's not perfect nothing in life is perfect mm. you know and the idea of normal is being challenged every single mm. second of every day mm. you know the understanding of normal is just if you really think about it, it's absurd. Mm. It's absurd. And we just, yeah, we just need to allow ourselves to understand that, you know, autism is just, it's a part of life. And mm. we just need to be able to accommodate people and that there is a broad in who they are. So broad. It's, it's insane how broad it is. It's insane. I think, I don't want to misquote, but I read something that I think they said by by 2026, 20, I don't know, but they, there'll be over a thousand different types of, mm. you know, like it's a broad spectrum. Mm. It's a very broad spectrum. And I think all autism really alludes to is that the idea of normal mm. is just, it's wrong. Mm. It's wrong. No child, e even the children or the adults classified as normal aren't even normal mm. per se mm. they're different mm. every day you hear each child is different each person is different mm -hmm. each individual is different 
that somehow we just keep trying to force this idea of normal on everyone. Yep. It's insane. Because it what if Missy isn't autistic, but he's just different mm. in a way that people refuse to accept? Mm. Either way, it's none of our business. Yeah, I mean, it really, after seeing that, just explains a lot of things, you know. Because he's not someone who, you know, is really out there. He, he does. I even he hate that do. understanding of, like, if you're, like, in a, 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 I guess a super introvert, that mm. you're not normal. Mm. I hate that. I hate that the world has become a place where you either have to be outgoing or fake out mm. being outgoing just to appear normal. I hate it. I'm not outgoing. And I'm not going to be outgoing just to please. I'm not doing it. Mm. And I know... My family hates this attitude that I have of just not wanting to subscribe to it. Mm. I know other people hate it too. But why should I force myself to be someone I'm not just to appear normal mm. when all I'm doing is, is being fake? Mm. The same fake that we're always fighting against. Mm. No. It just seems stupid. It seems, why can't we just allow people to be themselves? I what? mean, you get... Uh, sorry, you get um, artisans or, or artists, artisans, artists like Robert De Niro, who stick to their craft, mm. and you don't know who mm. necessarily he's married to, what life he lives, mm. what kind of person he is. You don't really know all that kind, of, all that mm. stuff. But you know what he does. Mm. His work speaks for mm. himself. Why can't we promote that more? And he has stayed in the game for a long for time. Longest. For the longest time. And not just stayed in the game, but his Itself. his talent has never been questioned. Or it's rarely questioned. He has remained a quality artist for decades. Decades. And we don't know anything about his person. He's not doing 15, 2,000 interviews. No. No. So what is this obsession with just constantly having to put... Why can't we enjoy the 30% of the world that wants to put themselves out there? Mm. Why? Why do we have to force everyone to do it? And then we sit and we say, oh, they share everything. They share everything these days. They put everything out there. But why wouldn't they? Because the message is constantly, you have to put yourself out there. Mm. It's absurd. Yeah. You're pushing mean, people to put themselves out there and then also complaining that they're putting themselves out there. Drive you crazy, man. Yeah. It will drive you crazy. Yeah. And I know how many times everybody has referenced, you know, the, the, the Smiths and Will Smith. And, mm. But that really is a prime, prime example of yep. it, you know. And, I mean, he's come out and said as much that, you know, he is... So, he, you know, he's basically built up this character that he has had to, mm. had to you know, um, keep up. Mm. And his, people were happy with that yeah. character. When he was adhering and promoting and pushing that character, people were happy. Yeah. And the minute he started being vulnerable mm. and started being himself, everybody then, turned against then him. Then I was like, what is this? It was like, what the hell? 
also you guys aren't perfect mm. oh shit you're far from perfect mm. oh we hate you but it was articles and articles are they really as perfect as they portray are they really the perfect family oh they're so perfect and all the speculation and the minute they are honest about who they really are all they get back is fight mm. all they get back is insult and we're always saying there's no formula, mm. but we really want there to be a formula. Mm. It's strange, which is why I choose not to. It is what it is. You either take me or you leave me. But I don't know. This world is just too confusing for me to want to fake something I don't even understand. Yeah. 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 And. And here's the thing, you do get people put themselves out there 24-7 and it doesn't impact, and that's the wrong word, it doesn't hurt them. Mm -hmm. It doesn't, it's not a scar for them, it's not a, a burden for them. They do it with happiness mm -hmm. and pride. Because they can finesse. <laughs> they can finesse and it's what they want. It's what makes them happy. Yeah, I've always, like, you know, uh, you know, being the introvert that I am, always looked from the introvert's eye to all, you know, like someone who is extroverted, like someone who can, who can interact with, really with anyone. Mm. And I always thought like, yo, how the hell do you do it? Yeah. You know, how, how do you do it? Because... For me, I've always found it hard mm. to even find the words. Just find the words, even let alone ten people, one person. Mm. You know, um, it ha always had to be a build up for me. But then you get you get guys who just you know walk in a room and they just go. You know, yeah, they just fill up the whole room, and you know. that with me I have the words in my head but saying them out loud <laughs> it's another thing altogether and the times mostly with liquid courage there are times when I do say it out loud and it starts things that I don't necessarily like afterwards mm. like every time I'm I'm in a, a space where I can be extroverted. I just end up in conversations that last too long mm -hmm. and that end up making me seem too debatey and too political. And I always wake up on the other end feeling like I just can't let it go. Mm -hmm. This is how I feel. Like, I don't know, it lasts longer for me than the moment it was in. So I just prefer not to engage. Yeah, you typically stand you're steadfast in you know yeah. the thing that you believe yeah. in yeah. at any given time. Yeah. So and that's why I don't like to be pushed in the direction of being overly talkative because once I do start engaging I might just take it too far. And you might wake up and be like, Oh, great. But for me it's a rolling thought that rolls mm. into another one and another one and another one. Mm. So I just, there are moments when I do want to engage in. Sometimes I'm like, no, 
Mm. I'd prefer to listen this time around Mm. and sort of have the debate in my head. Mm. And I think that's that's okay. I don't think I should be forced to have it out loud. No. I don't want to be in bars every night just arguing. But I think Liverpool is a great team. You see... (laughs) That's the thing, yeah. right? Like my my whole introverted extrovertedness, you know, they, and I guess it's like that was ends where topics they're passionate about begin. Yeah, even not even just topics in general, just in the different groups that. Oh yeah. I'll find myself in these groups so where you know. I'll safe spaces. Group, yeah, that safe space where you know those individuals where the, probably they are like the same kin to me yeah. and I can interact a lot easier with and then there'll be those that for whatever reason in my head I feel I don't connect that in that way with them and yeah. then you know then I revert back into my shell yeah or you know just build a wall yeah and then have to break that wall oh breaking that wall so yeah those, those kind and of things that you navigate as a person. Take that personally that you're they're not a safe space for you, and it's not personal. It's mm. sometimes not even it's not that it's you, but it's just that it's not connecting. Mm. You know, it's like friendship. Sometimes you may have all the same things in common and all these things that you like, but the friendship just doesn't happen. Mm. I think safe spaces can be like that as well, where you know, it just, it doesn't connect that way. And mm. I don't think you should force it. Like, not all brothers and sisters are meant to get along like a house on fire. Mm. Sometimes you just have a sibling that you love and you wish the best for, but you just don't, in your spare time, feel like hanging out mm. to them. And that's okay. You know, as long as the relationship itself as siblings is one that you can be proud of. Yeah. I don't think you necessarily have to add friendship or whatever. And I'm not just saying this about, I'm just saying in general, mm. in relationships, you have to go for what's comfortable and what's genuine mm. and not what you think it should look like because other people have mm. it that way. You know? The best reference for me will always be, um, I don't even brush it. Friendship I had um, with, with the home from my last place I worked at. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he that that friendship like it it just it happened. Yeah. Yeah. And it just it just took off and it was comfortable. It lighted easy. its own fire. It was easy. Yeah. And you know it it was really great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, in my adult life, I don't remember having. Such an easy friendship. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was, but unfortunately, it was short-lived. Um, but yeah, that that will always, for me, be the ideal sort of... Friendship. Um, sort of friend, up. Yeah. You know, yeah. And not, I'm not saying that I'm not going to be actively looking for it, but... You the, at least have an idea of what it can yes. be like at yes. its currently best. Yes. It could, it could be better. But you you have an idea of what I an know, easygoing, natural friendship. I know, I know, I know the kind of 
friendship you want. Person. Yeah. Kind of that person that is not a... I don't think it's even a person. I think you have an idea of the kind of connection mm. that you like. Because might, it might be somebody completely different. Yes. But the connection might be... Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting one. It is. It is. It, it, and I think that's why it's so important not to force things, you know. No. It's just, you know, a lot of people live by, and it works for them. I'm not saying it doesn't work. They live by textbook, you know, add one and one and get two. Mm. And I, as a creative, I don't live like that. I live by what does it feel like? Mm. What what is what does my skin say? What is what does my heart say? Mm. And yes, it's not a popular way of living. But man, I enjoy moments that I probably shouldn't. Mm. But I'm able to because I define for myself what my happiness should be. Mm. And I won't lie, in certain aspects it's put me back in the sense that it's I haven't chased certain things maybe as hard as mm. I inverted commas should, mm. but I know the happiness has come sooner and better than expected. Mm. Yeah. And so that's why it's very difficult for me to let that go, to let that energy go because, and also faking it is hard, man. People make it seem like it's so easy, but it's hard. Mm. It's hard because you literally have to ignore what you're thinking and feeling and saying in your head and go in a different direction mm. just to appease mm. other people or other situations. Mm. So it, it's not easy. Well, let me say for me, it doesn't come easily. So. Yeah, this would be interesting, you know. I know, I know we, I guess, haven't so haven't been so active in that front, right? Mm. It'll be interesting to see when eventually we do get to the point, you know, how we then start interacting with the kind of friendships that we, I guess, want. Mm. Mm. Oh, um, man. I have such high hopes. Especially, you know, now that we're parents. Oh, man. You know, not, not that it, you know, it does bring a different dynamic. Yeah, it does. It definitely does. I, I, I don't see myself being friends with somebody who doesn't understand my parenting. I've got a friend who doesn't want to ever have children, mm. but she understands my parenting. Mm. And that's why our friendship just continues mm. to grow. So, yeah, it'll be very interesting, you know, to find people who sort of vibe with who we are yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I, I, I already know <laughs> sort of where the the safe space is for me to even start that you know mm. as it's, it's, i mean <laughs> it's easy i feel like for me it's difficult because let me be I honest it's easy yeah just because you have them. an understanding yeah Mm. You know, not necessarily that it would be easy to, to find, yeah. yeah, even in that space. Yeah, it, it could be one of the hardest things to do, even in that space. I don't know, but at least you have an idea of what it is that yes. you think you want. Yes. Or... 
yes. you'd like to see. Just because of common, shared, yeah. shared what, what, what do you call it? Um, common activity or whatever. Mm. But yeah. I think, you know, for me, it's, it's, it's very hard because on social media, I won't lie, I connect with people a lot, you know, um, a lot of women that I admire and I like. But where the difference comes is that I don't want to pretend like everything in my life is okay. Mm. I don't want to pretend that I'm this boss bitch on this, you know, high or, you know, living this high life. Mm. I want people that I can just be truly honest about where I am in my life Mm. and where I want to be. Mm. And in that honesty, I don't want to have to pretend that I'm someone who the world appreciates the black woman being right now. Mm. I want to be the black woman I appreciate being. Mm. I don't know if that makes sense. Mm. There's just sort of this linear idea right now of black women. You must have an afro, wear a wig if you feel like it, but you, you're a natural hair girl at heart, mm. and you must be wanting to run the world. And drive a Havel. Yeah. <laughs> and drive a Range Rover, guy, Havel. Mm. And there's just this certain box that you have to be in, and when you even start to express the things that I want, people look at you funny. Mm. People look at you funny, you know? And I don't want to entertain friendships where I have to hold back the hopes and dreams I have for myself Mm. to accommodate what the collective things Mm. should be happening. Mm. So it's very hard. It's very hard. I obviously know, you know, what's good for me and what isn't. and But I just need friendships where I can be vulnerable, you know, in saying the things I want to mm. say without being made to feel like, oh, gosh, you know, she has no ambition. She doesn't want to be in Forbes, mm. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. Not that I'm saying I don't want to be in Forbes. <laughs> Just I'm don't just judge saying, me. Don't judge just me. allow me to define who I am for myself and not because Michelle Obama told us this is hey. how we need to be. <laughs> we hey. don't all need to be Michelle Obama, guys. Like, hey. some of us can aspire to that. We don't all need to aspire to it. And those of us who don't necessarily aspire to it need to be given room to define what our own success looks like hey. and still be celebrated in that. I think what matters is that we don't, that we are still dreaming, Mm. that we are still hoping, that we are still working towards an idea of success that is Mm. sustainable and still Mm. has some quality to Mm. it. But right now, it's all very linear. You're Mm. either Beyonce or Michelle. Mm. (laughs) And if you're not either, then go home, girl. Pack your shit up and go home. (laughs) And you know, yeah, Kelly's a good girl, yeah, yeah, oh, Michelle, oh, Michelle, babe. You see, the the problem (laughs) is that we both laughed, which is the issue at at hand. But other people's, I don't know, 
what the world defines as the top of your game is what everybody else is only is allowed to look at as you know where you're supposed to go to mm. and it's like some people are at the top of their game in where they want to be mm. and it's not driven by where the world tells them they should mm. be you feel me mm. we're not all going to be billionaires mm. we're not even all going to be millionaires mm. And some just don't strive for that. And that's okay. That's I mean, okay. As long as you have the ambition and drive to say you want a good life, however you define that, mm. you know, I think, man, good for you. Yeah. And, I mean, just for, it's, it's for me personally, it's something that, you know, I guess I've been, back and forth with my, mm. in my head about you know because uh, I know the thing that I'm I'm passionate about it's not something that's really like uh, for lack of a better word a uh, cash cow uh, yeah or <laughs> you know something that's that's trending or trendy mm. you know yeah um, so I, you know I battle with you know do I still want to pursue it because it's a passion or do I now just choose a direction where I know mm. there's a lot more traffic in yeah, and not say carve you know my own way in this thing that I want yep. that I say I'm passionate about mm. and <laughs> yeah so I know I know I, I want this is what I want to do it's just knowing that they could, it could not work out. <laughs> yeah, and the avenue to it is very lonely. Yes. In that, yes, you make it work. You might be the first yes. to be able to pull others through and create yes. a path for others to walk yes. on. But I mean, it's like vlogging mm. and blogging. Those things when they first came around, people were like, ah, this is not serious. Mm. This is so it's dumb. Mm. It, and and people used to talk down on it a lot. But now mm. everybody's trying to become a vlogger and a blogger. Mm. And, and, and so on. So. And when 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 I look at it, in the in, you know in, in the other in the other field, mm. I see it flourishing. Mm. And in that flourishing, I know that it can work in this field. Mm. It's just that it's opportunities there. Yes. Yeah. You know how you or how I choose to package it. Yeah. And it, 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 it's difficult, you know. I grew up very debatey, you know. I, 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 I thought I was going to be a lawyer at some point. Mm. I thought I was going to be, you know, a film producer mm. and at another point. But I was always that person who had very high aspirations and who sort of achieved... A lot of big things at a young age, mm. and I think it's it's when I got into my like mid twenties where I realized that man i I carried a lot of childhood trauma mm. that defined my life way too much, mm. you know, in the sense that I couldn't see my future without looking at it. Mm. And somehow my dream of being this independent woman 
you know, with a family by 25, married with a family by 25, changed into, you know, I, I never used to want to live like in the Bahamas. I wanted to be a city girl. Mm. And it changed. Mm. I grew into a woman who wanted to be a homemaker, mm. you know, someone who builds the family and mm. sort of, I don't know, builds or adds value to the land. I don't know if that makes sense. I just, in, in, in some ways, became someone who wanted to hold her own destiny in her hands and sort of mold it as I go and not just sort of have this vase that I look at and say, I want to emulate that, mm. you know? And it's been very tough, I think, for my family and my friends mm. because they've all had this exceedingly high expectation of this is what you're capable of and mm. this is... And they don't see... They don't quite see the value in what I want, mm. you know? And it's a lonely, lonely road mm. because in my vision, I get to where they think I should be mm. and I surpass it. But the journey just doesn't look the mm. same as what I thought growing mm. up. It's different. There's just a couple of hurdles that I'm going through now that I know I have to, and I'm mm. not going to bypass them. Mm. I cannot do it because doing that early on in life didn't allow me to deal things in real deal with things in real time mm. and it messed me up along the way mm. so now i've become this individual who's like okay yeah mm. i want something different it still takes me to the same place but the journey is different mm. and it's difficult mm. it's difficult I, I i struggle to find other women who relate to what i'm saying mm. because every day there's this reinforcement of, oh, you're a black woman in this day and age who doesn't want to be a CEO? What's wrong with you? Mm. You know, and yeah, it's exhausting. It's exhausting, but I know, I, I, I've seen tweets. I know women like me exist, and it's just a matter oh, of yeah. building platforms and growing platforms for us. To sort of see each other and you know there's a space for it yeah i mean there's this there's this lady who cooks you know um on twitter and i see her tweets and i'm like yes this is it this is it she's she's going through a journey to get I guess to a place that a lot of other young cooks or young black cooks want to get to. But her journey is so different. And she's unafraid to share it and express it. And a lot of the, a lot of the time you get that odd person who goes in hard to drag her. But she's so committed to her process that I'm like, yeah, those are the kind of people that I want to, you know, pull towards and to because they get the journey and they she she gets where i'm going to and you know mm. and i i and i sort of i feel like i understand her journey mm. and i want to meet more people like that mm. so it's just about finding your tribe you know mm -hmm. um finding people that you connect with and 
I think, you know, for me, um, it's been important. It's been important to have this platform to find my tribe. Mm-hmm. You know, um, obviously I've got these plans for my life and how I want to build it and live it, but I'm bound to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. I'm bound to, you know, like have maybe a, a couple of thoughts and, you know, ideas that don't quite fit. Mm-hmm. And finding my tribe will assist in me sort of refining this idea that I have of how I want to live my life and sort of getting guidance from other mm-hmm. women, you know, maybe what I'm thinking right now isn't the right way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just, it's important. It's important. And I, I, I feel like from getting married to pregnancy and where we are, it's been a very lonely journey in mm-hmm. the sense that there's certain things even amongst each other as young black people that we just don't share mm. because we're scared of what it may mm. make us look like, mm. you know. And my thing is that, you know, I'm going to take that first step in trying to be transparent and vulnerable so that I can have the community that I want in moving forward in my life mm. and I can have the support that I need in moving forward in my life outside mm. of obviously family and existing friends mm. and you know sometimes when you know you see these gender wars on twitter between young black people young black women and young black men mm. you sort of get that underlying feeling of on both ends of the spectrum there's so much loneliness in that it's difficult to be vulnerable and open and honest about things that are affecting us or, you know, hurting us on a daily basis. Yeah, and that's because mostly, you know, you don't, you want to, you want to come across as you got your shit together. Yeah. Um, being vulnerable at this, um, current, well, yeah, right now it, it, it's, it's not, you don't want to be vulnerable yep. because you open yourself up to a whole lot of other issues. Lots of scrutiny. Yeah, that you don't want. Um, especially when, you know, you, you're sort of on your way to trying to mm. get yourself back to where you, you know, where you want to be, where you thought you were before, or to a better place from mm. where you were before. Um, yeah, you, you almost sort of want to have take that journey by yourself. Mm. And that's, you know, where the loneliness creeps in or settles in. Um, and you're still on some, you know, I want to take this journey by myself. And when I get to the other side, you know, I can start bringing in whoever I want to bring in. Yeah. Yeah. Because loyalty is really cheap these days, you know. Um People are loyal to money at mm. this point in time mm. in life. Mm. And beyond the money, nothing exists. Mm. You know, people respect money. Mm. People, people don't even know how to define success without money anymore. Mm. They don't. We used to, I know I grew up in 
in an era where teachers were highly respected. Mm. They were so respected. They weren't the highest earners, but they were respected. Nurses were respected. They also weren't the highest earners, mm. but they were respected. And now you live in a world where you're only respected based on what car you drive, where you live, and what you're wearing. Mm. And it's difficult because, you know, you get like you know, the stereotype old money where they aren't flashy. There's mm. money, but they aren't flashy. You don't even see those people anymore. Mm. They've just gone into the wind, mm. you know, because life has just become so glaringly like blingy. Oh, it's just... <laughs> It's pathetic. It's, it's so, scary times. It's, scary it's so hours. difficult to watch. And it's even more difficult when you know certain people are living in enormous debt mm. just to portray that life, even though they can't afford it. Mm. And yeah, it's tough. It's tough. You as a person who's true to yourself and your means, you're not seen, but people would rather appreciate the person heavily in debt because it at least shows they're aspiring to more. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We're living in crazy times. We're living in crazy times. And it's killing people. You know, people are dying. Very lonely deaths. Mm. Just to portray. And it's not even just finances. People are feeling like they have to pretend they're okay when they're mm. not because they feel like people are tired of hearing about their traumas mm. or people are tired of, of hearing about their pain or their mm. hurt. So they just pretend like it doesn't matter mm. or that it doesn't exist. And it's, it's painful to, to watch. It's painful to see. It's painful to experience. It is. It is. It is. It is. Especially knowing that some people don't have to go through that, but they do because they think that's 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 all there is to life. Yeah, it's yeah, it's difficult. It's difficult. I think you know one of the most difficult things for me to watch is how young married couples feel like they have to get certain things at certain stages just to appear like they have they have good marriages mm. only to see them divorced two, three years later. Mm. And then when they get divorced, it comes out that, no, we actually couldn't afford this mm. and we actually weren't happy about this, mm. but we had to for the sake of our families mm. and for the sake of, you know, our followers. Mm. And it's just like, man, I wish you had taken the time to do things for the sake of yourselves. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, and there's not a lot of that flag around. No. No. And it's the uh, age of content creation. Yeah. Yeah. It has really been the driver of all things relationships. Damn. Uh, whether it's a romantic relationship or otherwise, you know, it's, 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 yeah, yeah. And I guess I guess it's not going anywhere. Um, no. it's, just, it's just how you navigate around it. Mm. Um, you obviously don't have to be a part of it. Mm. Um, and and in in its essence, there's nothing wrong with it. Mm. There are 
content creators who are genuine and what they put out is so interesting to mm. watch and engaging and mm. it's beautiful mm. you know it's like everything in life mm. you can overdo something and mm. you can do something just you know mm. about right so mm. it's 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 difficult difficult but i think where my issue is in that we don't leave enough room for something that's different to mm. breathe and exist mm. and it's like yo like now if 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 you tweet something about maybe something i've done that irritates you the mic yo it it will get taken out of context so easily that you'll never be able to do it again I'm be honest with you. I I I struggle to interact with with things like that. You know. Uh, <laughs> you know. I'll take it out of context real quick, right here at home. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like there's, there's there's certain tweets that you post. I always I know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's you know. I'm dragging you to at show. Me or whatever, but. Even if it's not about you dragging me, it's just you know, just not random. about us. Yeah. Even if it's about us, but just you know, lighthearted or something random like that, I still find it hard to interact with it because I know it is about us and it's I'm, in yeah, in, it's in that public yes. space. Yeah. Yeah, and I forget about your public space trauma sometimes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and I struggle to interact with it because I. Right now, I've got this mental block with it, and mm. I, you know, it's difficult to yeah, overcome. Yeah, I think I get it sometimes, and then other times I'm just like, yeah. "Yo, yeah, it's yeah. not just about you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But other times I'm like, ah, "I know," and in 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 all honesty, I selfishly prefer mm. you not to be active on social media because. Niggas be acting a damn fool out there, you know. Yeah. Not because I don't want you as a person to mm. be active, but because of how how often men are embarrassing their mm. partners on social mm. media. That mm. I'm okay. Like I might get upset that I tweeted or I I tagged you in something and you didn't respond mm. to it. Half the time I know it's probably because you didn't see it because you get on your timeline and you focus on your sports shit mm. and whatever's trending. And then the other half, I'm like, you probably stood there and thought, but what do I do? Mm. What do I say? Mm. And the anxiety was a lot, so mm. you just left it. Mm. So it's very few tweets where I'm like, uh-uh, you better say something. Mm. But and, most of the and, time... You know, I've, I, I have, you know, interacted... With some of them, Yeah. 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 Whether it's because I think, you know, it's something that I can handle comfortable yeah. and yeah, you know, and, and responding to with or responding to, but just generally like, man. <laughs> and that's okay. It's 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 something that I, I should be able to yeah. you know, just interact with but I don't think so. I don't think so. And and I'll I'll elaborate my social media persona isn't exactly like who I am mm. to the T. Mm. I think on social media, I get to become 
the extreme form of myself. Mm. You know, like for instance, I sometimes engage in tweets where, which is why I don't spend a lot of time on social media mm. anymore, where things sometimes get me into that zone of anger of mm. just like, for instance, hating men. Mm. And I'll find myself liking one tweet mm. and then another and another and another mm. and another. And before I know it, I'm just like, these past 10 tweets have been quite aggressive. Mm. You know, and yeah, it it's not completely reflective of who I am, but mm. it is reflective of a part of me. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. And and Twitter, tw- Twitter will take out your wild side, whether you want it or not. So mm. if you choose not to engage, sometimes I it's for it's, the better, because yeah, no, yeah, I don't, I, I don't, obviously. Don't interact with her like that. Yeah, yeah. So I think especially if you if you were there from the beginning in in, mm. in our age group, mm. your yeah yeah no. the Twitter's wild, Twitter's wild. But I mean, you know, and and that's some of the stuff that's it's difficult to talk about because now you know you have to be embarrassed that mm. your husband didn't even. Mm. Naga your tweet girl mm. What are you talking about And it's like But it's so much bigger And broader mm. than just that mm. But yeah Because there's a lot of pressure In black couples man You have to post the best pictures You have to live in the best neighborhood You have to drive the best car You have to have um, the best jobs You have to look good Yeah. Don't be taking too or long To holidays. lose weight after that baby You know Holidays these Holidays Like it, it's just A lot even beyond affordability, even beyond aesthetics. Mm. It's just a lot to handle mentally. Mm. The expectations mm. are high expectations. Mm. It's heavy. It's heavy. They are very, very high. And if you don't commit, you're somehow seen as, you know, a failure or... Are they even really married? Mm. They don't act married. Mm. And then when Are the people happy? who act married the most, when they say, like, oh mm. my gosh, how did this happen? It's mm. like, really? That's crazy. There's no formula for marriage or, you know, there's no formula for a successful relationship. And in the same light, there's no formula for the end of it. Like, no. shit happens, guys. Shit does happen. <laughs> shit happens. Sometimes you're happy with someone for five, six years, and then you kind of realize you're not. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and the opposite of that is true as well. In the sense that, you know, shit, relationships sometimes do start slow. relationship you're gonna build and work and put in the work mm. yeah um that's i think that's a lot of that's that's the part where a lot of couples you know check out yeah yeah and healing takes time oh. and sometimes people don't have that time yeah 
you know, you go into a relationship and we sing these songs, but I want to be oh. your, 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 your helper. Oh. I want to love you. I want to, I want to be your ear, your shoulder. And we make all these promises and, and big mm. promises, big promises. And we set all these expectations, mm. like I can be this for you. I can be that for you. You know, let's be together so mm. I can be your everything. And then when it's time to be someone's everything, it's mm. like, yo, but I've got other things to mm. do. Like, I can't do this. And I think that a lot of education needs to go into, you know, showing young couples that saying you want to be someone's everything will get tested. Mm. There's not a chance that in marriage it won't get, it mm. will get tested. Mm. It will. And... We need to expose what that looks like mm. a lot more so that young couples... Because sometimes I feel like people think getting tested is what they see on Instagram. Mm. And, you know, a little cheating here and mm. there. A little cheating A little cheating. Uh, you know, your, your partner losing their job but because they've got savings and the parents are rich. They can, they can handle it. Like, you know... Um, it gets real. Or an in-law who doesn't like you, but mm. you work through it. and they, Some in-laws never like mm. you. <laughs> That's a challenge. Mm. They never like you. Mm. Sometimes you never get that job again. Mm. There are people who have been sitting for years mm. looking for jobs, saying, mm. I'll take anything. Mm. And they just never get a job again. Girl. Some people mm. discover that they have... Um, depression mm. into the marriage mm. and being your, that person's everything is being there for them through this journey of discovery and healing those are challenges and people especially young married people need to be more honest about what it looks like mm. because I think especially when you're on social media there's this perception that challenges in marriage is he might cheat on you well, she might cheat on you. There's, and there's, a, lot more. there's a world more of hecticness mm. that comes with marriage. Mm. So Different ideas more. on raising children. Mm. I want to spank my kid. You don't. Today, just, it seems like a joke. Tomorrow, when you have to practice it, mm. it's real. And just even between, you know, the two of you. Yeah. Just, you know, I mean, the age old, you know, you get comfortable. Yeah. You, you know, you don't want to do the work anymore or, you know, you, yeah, you're just not, you know, not that person that you were pre-prior or pre-post, mm. you know, um, yeah, it, it, you know, the people forget that it, it's, it's, it's work. Even, Ongoing. Yeah, even after, you know, securing the ring or securing the marriage mm. or whatever, continue putting in the work and that requires commit caught that word commitment yeah damn yeah damn 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 it's hectic i mean i i grew up thinking love was it and now within marriage i understand that commitment is a whole lot more important. yo were you with was it at the wedding? Where was it where they were saying? Or where did I hear? Where they were it was saying, at the wedding. The way, I know what you're going to say, yeah. That, that 
when when love, love goes out the window yeah not even goes out the window love is essentially like the third the third thing yeah and if you don't have loyalty you don't have respect then love don't mean shit yeah you know yeah love, I get respect and, and and loyalty is what brings the love back when the love leaves yes that's a window part when love goes out the window yeah. respect and loyalty yeah, is what yeah. brings it back through the door yeah, yes yeah. that's what they were saying uh, yeah, yeah. yeah shit yeah yeah no that that you know there's not there's things that you you know you kind of know but when you hear it and you know when you hear it in a sort of different you know explained differently mm. like fuck, you know shit it's true you know it's um, true yeah a lot of a lot of us place so much value on love which is mm. not not a bad thing but they for we all forget that you know to keep the love going or to keep the relationship going there's so many other aspects of mm. it that, that play just as an important role yep it's like even, a, it's, it's like a slab yeah. in, a, in a multi-story house yeah without the pillars yeah that slab mm. it's useless mm. it will just fall mm. bang onto the foundation mm. and there's no room underneath mm. but you need those pillars mm. you need those you need to maintain respect for your partner mm. you need to maintain the commitment because and i feel like for me the commitment is the bigger of all of them mm. because if you're not committed to someone then there's nothing there mm. there's nothing there and to maintain that commitment you need the respect you need the honesty you need the loyalty you need the consistency mm. you need a whole lot of other things mm. but the commitment is what keeps it going yeah i mean I- I'm sure it was mentioned in you know at at, at the at the wedding yeah uh that you fought in an honor love throughout the marriage yeah you know it's so, it's so crazy it's so when you think about it it's, it's so crazy because you think you know we are so in love we're in love yeah oh we're in love oh, you know um you don't think about you know, I'm, I'm, you know, there's ever going to be a point or time. Will you not? Yeah. Yeah. And what keeps the what keeps the marriage going is that yes, we have respect. Yes, the values that we have instilled, the vision, the mm. mission statement, you know, all those things that are in place mm. will then keep the wheel turning. Yep, and you got to keep it turning. You have to. You have to. Damn. And the things that keep it turning, you know, it's not the passion. <laughs> mm. It's not the fire. It's not the sex. It's not the love. Mm. It's you deciding every single mm. day to say, I'm going to wake up and push. Mm. I'm going to wake up and push. Mm. It, it's that 8 to 5. <laughs> it's that 8 to 5 where you just want to call in sick and say, mm. I want to rest, but you can't. Because mm. that's when the devil comes in, mm. like real talk. Mm. Not the devil that comes in to seduce people mm. and all that funny shit people say. No, that's when the de- devil come, comes in and says, oh, but you could have this. 
oh, you could have that. Mm. You know, um, you, you could be living like this. Mm. And you forget that but this is what you prayed for. And you know where you're going is just as good. So when you don't have that commitment, when you have, don't have that, when you don't have that grounding, you can, you can waver. You can get lost in sort of trying to keep the fire burning instead of trying to get yourself to a place where you understand where you are, who you are, what sustains you, and how to keep it going every single day. Yeah, so <laughs> it's not easy. It's not easy because everything, I think, instinctively from how we've been socialized tells you to keep the fire burning. Mm. It doesn't tell you to just, you know, keep on building and, you know, people change. People change. You you changed from the the toddler you were into a child, into a teen, into an adult. You had a lot of changes and to expect that once you get married you're gonna stay the same person for the rest of your life is naive. You're obviously naive. going to change. Yeah, you're going to change. You're going to have different ideas. You know, who you were when you started might not be the same person or might be different to who you are now. But as long as you communicate mm -hmm. these changes that you're going through and as long as you stay committed, The journey just, it becomes better. It becomes, like, more enjoyable. Yep. And sometimes people genuinely decide that actually we're better off separate. And that's okay, too. I think the problem comes when people choose to live life uncomfortably and painfully for other people. Mm. But you're not just doing it for, for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, marriage is a trip. I think as black people, we can talk about marriage all day long because once you're in it, you sort of see how little of what you go through is spoken about mm. and how much of the most frivolous things are spoken about. But I guess sometimes even the small things add up to big things. So. You know, all the conversations have value and quality. But, yeah. And I just personally, you know, I can't stand the whole wifey vibe. Oh, I hate it. Are you part of Team Begazelle? No. <laughs> That's not even a question. But I, I just hate the whole, oh, you've come into womanhood. You've joined a different league. And it's like, girl, please. <laughs> Girl, please. There are people in relationships with more challenges in their relationships than some marriages. Like, you know, it's 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 a piece of paper. Mm. The relationship is what's mm. what's really important and how it's defined and how every day is. Having a piece of paper doesn't make you more important or more worthy 
as a wife or as a woman than mm. a girlfriend. It really doesn't. I, 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 I think, I think you know, the, the whole thing, it has to do with, um, it has to do, and again, this is my, you know, my opinion on this, is I think that the religious aspect of it comes into play where, mm. you know, when, once you get married and you sign into this union, it's a union that you're going into with, you know, where it involves, um, yeah, the union of between, it's essentially a union between yourself and then your partner and with God. Mm. All right. And it's about respecting that relationship yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when, when you go into it, the whole thing about it is that you don't go out of it. You know, yeah. You've now made this commitment and this signed this contract to say you're going to be with this woman uh, for life. This mm. is your partner for the rest of your life. And it's a, you know, a union that you've done or you, you've signed with, mm. with God and you made with God to say, God, I'm going to respect this woman for the rest of my life. She's mm. going to respect me for the rest of my life. We're going to build a family mm. together. And it's, it will be under your house, your rules, your you know your guidance, um, and all of those good things, you know, mm. um, and and I suppose you know moving from a relationship to a marriage, that's where the difference comes in. Where you know when you are married, you are seen as you know this is you decided on the rest of your life. Mm. This is it for you because yeah. you've, you've come before God and you've said to God, you know, this, this is, is a commitment yeah, making. this is it. Yeah. And in the, in the relationship aspect of it, it's, uh, you know, yes, we're together. Yes, you know, this is my partner, uh, but there hasn't been a commitment in front of God to say, I am doing this life thing with this person. Uh, and it's it's less respected because you can easily get in and out of it for that reason. But that that's what I'm saying. I don't think you can. There are people who lose their lives from yes. trying to get out of relationships, and now yes. there's all these. But the laws. general the general consensus Idea. is there's, that there's annulment. There's there's so many ways to get there out is, of there is, marriage but, that are just as there easy. There is, but like I said, you know, if if you're looking at it and the religious aspect of it is is that when you go into this thing, you, you don't know, have to go to court to get out of it. There's no red tape. Yeah, but there's no there's obviously red tape. There's obviously all of that that comes up, comes into play. Yeah, because I was about to say there's so many laws being introduced to make getting out of relationships possibly just as mm, hard as mm -hmm. getting out of marriage. 100%. And that's why for me, I'm saying that, you know, I think we just need to stop looking at this old school view of marriage um, being that commitment that's so different to relationships, especially mm. since we disrespect the religion so much by having kids out of wedlock, having sex before marriage, and mm. so many other things. I just feel it's quite, quite weird mm. that 
now you want to stick to this one thing. I think it, it's almost misused. Yes, it's misused. And the, the real purpose of it is, is not what is being said, you know. Um, hence, I, I feel that you should respect a relationship as much as you respect a marriage, mm. depending on how important it is mm. to you as an individual. Mm. There are some people who get married four or five times because mm. for them, it's not that important. Mm. So for me, to classify myself as above other women just because I got married, is, it's funky as hell. Mm. It's weird. It smells funny. Don't do it. Mm. Uh, mm. It's strange. It's a social construct. It's strange, especially because men don't really do it. It's only with women where you're sort of expected to box yourself into not wearing certain clothing, not going out at certain times. For time. men, it's a superpower. It's, yeah. For women, go, go power, it's a Barry. super holdback where you're boxed into this idea of this overly conservative woman whose only value is your attachment to mm. this man. Hell no. No. I'd rather people not even know that I'm married if it means that it's going to define me in that manner because my marriage is personal to me. It's not about you. It's about me. Yes, yes. And, you know, your what, what has always been... What, what, has, what is the history of the ring mm, mm. signifying marriage. see this is an entire episode on its own because the con constructs or the the things we use to define marriage are very flaky because where they come from is flimsy mm. i know i don't know if i read this or i saw it somewhere but that in the engagement ring was a marketing tool to sell diamonds mm. That makes sense. So there's no real traditional, meaningful aspect mm. to it. It's, it was a gimmick. Mm. And now it's what defines. Mm. Like, if, if, if you don't have a wedding ring, people are like, are you really even mm. married? And it's like, why? Why? Why is it so important to you that when you see me, you see my commitment to my partner? Mm. Why? Especially considering things like there's people who are interested in people because they're married. Mm. They become more interested and they want to be with you because you're committed to mm. someone else. So I, I don't know. I just feel like marriage is very personal. It's very, very personal. And um, it's like a relationship. Mm. It's, it's very, it's a, it, it is a relationship. It's mm. very personal. And this whole idea that just because you've signed that you owe society a certain behavior and you belong in a certain class in society is just ridiculous. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't get it. Don't subscribe to it. I'm sorry. And good for women who do. Great for you. But Nike Shop. I hear that. Nike Shop. It's one of the main chicks in the Romagirigeni. I will not celebrate being the main one because it, it's obvious that I know that there's others. <laughs> main 
magic syndrome. Yeah. I think we've we've stretched this out a whole lot longer than we were supposed to. Got a couple of things jotted down that we didn't get to. <laughs> but I mean, podcast is not going anywhere. Or is that leaving us? Um, so there's plenty of time to speak about mm-hmm, it. But mm-hmm. you know, um been a couple of glasses of gin and it might be time to wrap it up. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. It's been good. Good conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been great. And I think I underestimated the power in just being able to speak freely. And the the release, the the I don't know, the good energy that comes from the release and the relief that comes from the release. It's just, mm. it's nice just to like speak on shit mm. and just let it out. Mm. And, you know, I guess leave it out in the open. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. I'm alcohol rambling. Look, uh, there's power in, in speech. Yo. Um, Yo. There's healing in speech. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, that's why we, we go to therapists. <laughs> I do my best speaking on liquor. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I uh, think, I know people, people usually get shamed for getting emotional or too deep after drinking, but I think sometimes it's, it's it's the best place to share emotions because mm. people are so guarded mm. and they don't let things out. Whereas mm. sometimes when you have liquid qu- courage, courage, you, let all you just it let out. it all out. It's just it's 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 verbal diarrhea there, and you just go. And no, yeah. you, you absolutely just go. Just say whatever it is. Yeah. You know that you wanna say. <laughs> just kid mm-hmm. you know when he's rambling and he's going he's like um, um <laughs> like you're chatting my ears off the oh i just thought of it now i'm just like oh i've been saying and um <laughs> <laughs> yeah man having a kid will change your life it's yeah, crazy yeah. but That's yeah sad. it's been a good episode um i've had to, i've had ten fun speaking and you know sharing my views and man i can't wait for the next one yeah no listen conversations keep going life happens on the daily yeah so maybe always be something to speak about yeah maybe in the next one we'll get through all the stuff that i actually jotted down but um yeah man i'm grateful for these platforms you know sometimes we look at these things and they seem like things only out there and famous yeah. people can use and it's like fuck it we can get involved so we're gonna get involved yeah yeah and um i mean like uh like the youngins once put it you know you, you know conversations you just gotta keep it going yeah just gotta keep it flowing keep it going keep it like flowing the wild, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's been a fun one. You've been listening to Conversations Over Life with Lady Black, your girl, and her sidekick and best man in her life, uh, Sports Bay. 
Thank you for listening and we'll hear you. We'll see you in the next one. It's been real. Deuces. Bye.